Welcome to Rethink Energy. I'm your host, Jessica Aberland. Today on the show, we are talking with Aaron Sitch from Virginia Sun, a nonprofit that is helping people in Virginia go solar. There's this really cool new concept called a solar co-op. This is where neighbors are getting together to do a big purchase of solar. And much like going to Costco to buy peanut butter in bulk or a four-pack of toothpaste, you can get a really good deal. Just the fact that the installer is reaching out to a concentric group that's pre-screened, that's educated about solar, they're really able to drop their prices down. And what we've seen is, is on average a 10 to 20% savings. We've seen as much as 30%. 30% off the cost of a solar install is a lot of savings. That is potentially thousands of dollars. As a result, these solar co-ops, like the one that Aaron organizes in Virginia, are popping up all over the country. Our Rethink Energy team worked with Aaron last year to help facilitate one here in Arlington. It was so successful. We're going to do another one this year. One of the things that came up when we were talking was about the people that joined the solar co-op and installed solar on their homes. Now, you'd think that it's all a bunch of left-wing environmentalist tree huggers, but that's not always the case. By the way, please forgive the audio quality of this episode. We were in a pretty echoey conference room. What we've found is that there is this tremendous underdog mentality. Virginians want to generate their own electricity. What's interesting is that we work with a lot of non-traditional solar advocates. When I say non-traditional, these are people that may not be motivated by any of the environmental benefits, you know, or maybe might not even buy into climate change or whatever. Can you give me an example of one person that kind of made you realize that this is where they're coming from? Yeah, we have, I can't speak to his his politics, but there's a gentleman that we work with that's uh, in Halifax County, Virginia. This gentleman was retired and didn't go solar for anything other than the monetary value of it. He became a, a solar evangelist. And after getting installed on his home as part of the, the Halifax Solar Co-op, took it upon himself to invite people from all over the town to see his solar and explain how it worked. But more importantly, his arguments were always very economic. Uh, these are 30-year lifespan systems. After you pay them off in roughly 10 years, you've got free energy for the rest of their lifespan. And it was also the fact that you're employing local people to put solar on. He had American-made panels and, and more of a self-sufficiency. That empowerment feels good. Oh, yeah, it it feels good. And um, I I think the garden analogy is is great. I'm not a talented gardener, but I remember the first time I I ate my own tomatoes that I had grown and I sprouted from seeds and and they were produced right at my own house. And there was just something special about that. financial benefit that people get working with the solar co-op versus just doing it on their own? Yeah. So the benefit of of the co-op is you're leveraging the power of of bulk purchase. A lot of people think that it's mostly with components and there is some savings of components. So we bid out to a single installer and they're able to do 40 or 50 installations. By components, he means the physical panels, the wires, that kind of stuff. 
they're able to buy their components in bulk. But what's interesting is about half of the, the cost of a solar installation is non-component. Just the fact that the installer is reaching out to a group that's pre-screened, that's educated about solar, they're really able to drop their prices down. And what we've seen is the 10 to 20% savings, we've seen as much as 30%. You said that an educated group helps reduce the price of solar. Why is that? Yeah. So a lot of the cost for, for an installer is customer acquisition. And customer acquisition can be really challenging because they're traveling, they're making site assessments. So just having these uh, folks that are educated about solar, they know the way it works with net metering, they, they have a, an idea of what sort of financial cost it's going to be, what the benefits are as far as payback and, yeah. and so forth. So then once they get to making the deal, yeah. People that will have dropped off because of those reasons will yeah. have already dropped off. Yeah. So they're not going to waste any time. Exactly. They have people that are ready to go and have all their questions answered already. Yeah. And, and more importantly, we pre-assess the site remotely and try to give some parameters as far as what the size of the roof, if it's shaded. So all these little factors can easily make a lead less likely or less efficient for an installer. We had a challenge getting a lot of qualified roofs for solar because of the, the tree canopy cover in Arlington that's it's pretty densely covered. So you had a lot of people coming to these info sessions. They're like, yes, I want solar. Yeah, and I couldn't even see their roof because it was so covered by trees. Wow, so. I mean, it is a great thing about Arlington. And, and you do need sun shining on the panels for them to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just a caveat. <laughs> Aaron said something else when we were talking that totally turned my thinking upside down. So in the energy industry, it's widely understood that one should do as much as possible with energy efficiency before going solar. That's because energy efficiency projects tend to be cheaper and often save more energy than you can produce with solar panels. However, Aaron says we might want to rethink that, and it has to do with human behavior. And we kind of say that, that solar is the gateway drug to energy efficiency. Oh, <laughs> and, that, and most professionals, almost all professionals in the field will tell you that's actually out of order. They say you should eat your vegetables and then your dessert. Energy efficiency is your vegetables, solar is your dessert. But uh, it assumes that most people are familiar with energy and that they make rational decisions. And <laughs> it's not really the case. <laughs> right. I remember there was actually a few folks that just didn't have the budget to put a full array of solar panels to cover their roof. But at the time, they were lighting their home very inefficiently with incandescent bulbs. I think their habits were such that they were wasting a lot of electricity as well. And there just came that moment after they got their panels installed where they called me up and they said, we were so distraught that we could only produce X amount, I think it was 30% with their solar panels. And they were so proud to say that, wait, now we produce close to 60% of it now because we did these steps with energy efficiency. Do you remember what they were, what the things were? Uh, they, uh, I know they changed out their light bulbs. I think they were also looking at some insulation and they became these self-taught kind of energy efficiency whizzes because of their desire to maximize their solar. That is awesome. Yeah. That is so neat and very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. 
Thanks so much to Aaron Sitch from Virginia Sun. I have a special message for our local hometown Arlington residents. You can sign up today for the Solar Co-op. Don't delay, it'll only be open for a few more weeks. Come to Key Elementary School at 7 p.m. on September 13th for an info session to learn more. This episode was produced by me, Jessica Aberland, with help from Chris Summers. Music included works by Benjamanji, Unthunk, and Scott Gratton. To let us know what you thought of the show, visit our website at arlingtonenergy.us. Thanks for joining us.